Did you know that Rocco from The Boat and the Beautiful read for the part of Storm? No, I didn't. Where'd you read that? The Boat and the Beautiful book that I got in LA. Oh, I thought you were going to say the soap opera book we both have. <laughs> no, this one was a different one. Fascinating read. Best $7.50 cent I spent. You know, that was probably close to like 30 when it first came out. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be like this one right here seems like it's a prized possession. Ooh. You know, because found out that one, I paid 40 and people will pay 100. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll save that for a little bit. Oh, I was going to say you should sell it. <laughs> I just fell in love with Knox Landing. I can't sell it now. What is it, an episode guide? <laughs> I don't even think it's an episode guide. I haven't read it, so I don't know. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yes. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. I think you went and had a beer. I'm having a Diet Coke. I had a couple beers, and now I'm having vodka. Also, girl feeling good tonight. Yeah, what's the saying? Beer before liquor, never been sicker. Wish me luck. (laughs) I don't know. I don't drink beer. (laughs) I totally forgot about St. Patrick's Day, because Jessica used to take care of the corned beef and cabbage. So yesterday, I was like... (laughs) Fuck, I didn't just <laughs> So I went out to eat. Well, there you go. But um, so what are we talking about tonight? Ooh, we are revisiting our gone too soon segment. And we are talking about gone too soon. I know I do too, but it just it kind of makes me sad at the same time because I'm falling in love with a show that is gone too soon. So well, luckily with this the gone too soon, there's a second season. I know that's a full season. Yeah. How much you want to bet? It ends on a cliffhanger, but we're, we're just going to take Probably. it for what it is. But Savannah, we're going. We're in my neck of the woods. We're in the <laughs> south. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Savannah episodes three and four because we covered the pilot a couple of months ago. Can and you believe a couple who, of months have gone by since we watched it? <laughs> no, I, I was like, You're man, so busy. I, I just feel like time is flying. <laughs> I had to try to rethink. I'm like, okay, what happened? I was like, oh, bunny, good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's roll the credits and we'll start talking about it. So, episodes, these two episodes, three and four, oh my gosh, were they good? I feel like this is how I remember the show being. It was just good like this. Like, this is how every episode is. I I was thinking about it this morning, and I was like, my one complaint, and I think we said this in the episode that last time we talked about it, was that the pilot did not need to be an hour and a half. Yeah. They could have condensed all of that into one episode. <laughs> they could have, very much so, yes. Um. So last we left off, um, Reese... The blonde's name is Reese, right? Yes. Was going to marry her longtime boyfriend, Travis. And she was saving herself for marriage. And she has her two best friends, Peyton and Lane there. Mm -hmm. And little does she know that her good friend Peyton is sleeping with her fiance. I know. (laughs) And he calls her by a little nickname, Bunny. Bunny. I'm not sure why. I want. I kind of want to know why he calls her Bunny. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> yeah, because I asked the question to myself and was like, I need an answer. 
<laughs> it's probably disturbing. Uh, so yeah, so he gives her a bracelet, which she finds out is fake, doesn't she? Because doesn't she have it appraised? Mm-hmm. And ooh, she pissed. I would have been too. Be like, not only. <laughs> so she arranged for Reese to find the bracelet after the marriage and after she gave up her virginity. Um, <laughs> to find out that Travis was having an affair with another woman named Bunny. Which in this episode we find out he wasn't just cheating on Reese, he was cheating on Peyton and probably mm-hmm. a couple of other girls. So when we last saw them, Peyton and Travis had an altercation where he was drunk and he kind of came at her aggressively and she broke a bottle over his head and thought she killed him. Mm-hmm. So she stuffed him in her trunk and was going to dispose of the body. As one does when, you know, they get in a bind. And I'm just kidding. She, <laughs> she got a flat tire and the local, I think he's just a cop. I don't think he's anything special. He's a detective, I think. Oh, is he? I don't even remember his name. Do you remember his name? I did for a moment. <laughs> and then you asked as that goes. Lane's well, old boyfriend from high school. Yeah. You know, policeman. Yeah. Um, stops to help her and she's freaking out because she has a body in the trunk. And As he wants would to change do. the tire for her. And she's like, no, the spare is flat also. Like, I mean, so See, they now, go into... If you were in the big city... They would have just said, okay, fine, do it yourself. But no, in the South, if we all Southern gentlemen and, you know, ruin it. So they go into town to get another tire. He changes the flat. He goes to put the flat tire in the trunk and she's freaking out because the body's there. Only to find that the body is not there now. Mm-hmm. And it's like. And he's like, you had a spare the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Jolly, get gee, and she's just like, what no. <laughs> Who would have known there was a tire in my trunk? <laughs> so that's like, where we're I, that's where we open. I much. love Peyton, I love her accent. No, so do you think she yeah. comes off southern, or do you think it just comes off as like a fake southern accent? I think she comes off southern, yeah. I've 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 known friends that sound like kind of more like she does, but if you look, watch Melrose Place, she seems kind of southern in Melrose Place as well. Mm. So maybe that's just Jamie Lunar, and I didn't realize. I was gonna it. say, I wonder where Jamie Lunar is from. I felt like she was a California girl. Well, then, good job with that accent, darling. I just, but I do, I do love the way she sounds. Um, oh yeah, she's from California. Good work, so honey. she they don't she doesn't know where the body is. Mm-mm. Um turns out Travis was thrown in the river by somebody because his body washes up. Um and I <laughs> I was cracking up when they were looking at coffins and urns, <laughs> and <laughs> the father was like Money's no object, and he was like, "What's the cheapest one?" You- <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my favorite part too. I was like, "You know what? That's what he deserves." <laughs> um, I would have been like, "Here, here's a Ziploc baggie. Can you just put the ashes in there? I'll pick it up when it's done." So Peyton works at a bar because that—that's the bar that Travis had, had approached her at. 
and a friend of his lets it be known that Travis used to record his sexual escapades. Mm-hmm. So now she's freaking out because Travis is now dead and washed up and they're looking for the killer and she thinks she killed him. Isn't it? And now like, she's worried that she's going to be found out that she's Bunny. <laughs> when you see the setup for how he's filming them, like it's behind a mirror, there's a kind of, you know, like, and nowadays it's like a little camera is this big. Mm-hmm. And it goes to the cloud. Right. <laughs> it's, just, it's funny to watch these 90 shows and see how much like technology has changed and just I probably thought way too much into this. I'm like, so is that a double-sided mirror? Like no, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wow, um, he put in a lot of work just to film, you know. So without their knowledge. So that's you know already. I'm assuming she had a key to his apartment for their rendezvous. Oh, probably. So she goes to his apartment to go and find her tape. And she finds a tape with Reese's name on it. And she's just like, huh, hypocrite. And she thinks that maybe Reese gave it up before the wedding. Uh Only to watch it and it'd be Reese being like, no, we have to wait till marriage or whatever. So she finds a a VHS that just says Bunny on it and just takes that and leaves. Uh And when she goes home to watch it, it's the movie It's a Wonderful Life. I was thinking he taped over. I was like, he taped so did over. I. I was like, oh, he recorded I over. Like, okay, I know this is wrong, but I'd be so pissed if someone took my tape and okay, taped that's what I a wonderful life over it. That's what I, I was thinking too. This is how I know we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's because like I know I was this like, is wrong, but I'm still more mad at you for taping over my sex tape. <laughs> yes, because I that's what I thought. I because I don't remember what happened, so I thought like she was gonna be like. He recorded over my tape because <laughs> I would have been there too. <laughs> like these things. Also, because like, I would want to see which time he recorded it, <laughs> and I'd probably be going, "Hmm, I wonder if I was on my A game or was I tired today?" <laughs> <laughs> but then she ejects the tape to find that it says it's a wonderful life. So now she's freaking out because he's returned. It's a one the sex tape and the it's a wonderful life box this this that moment not because I, that's happened to me that's never happened to me <laughs> uh, <laughs> but just the thought of re, like i remember always being scared i was going to return the wrong vhs or dvd and was going to return one of mine that i paid for oh um, it made me think of things like that i know that's stupid but i don't think i stressed too much about that but i definitely <laughs> checked and double checked that it was the right dvd mm-hmm um so she goes to the video store and god i love the 90s tv shows because it just makes me remember videos like blockbuster and (laughs) i i think if they came back out with some video stores just for the nostalgia feel people Mm -hmm. would go back to them i was thinking about it today because i was like when did video stores start because i feel like the early 80s not everybody had a a vcr well or you maybe it was more like a mid to late 80s and 90s thing video stores what for like you also either had vhs or betamax yeah we didn't know that if we did i didn't know about it it was i i think of it in terms of blu-ray versus the hd like you know when they're trying to bring out the other form of it i don't know but like it was vhs went out i think because it was easier mm-hmm. more accessible um 
Yeah, I was still going to Blockbuster to like at least 2006 or seven. I never had a because then Netflix came around, like original Netflix, where like they were. You had to mail. Yeah, <laughs> we're still. And then this, all I thought about this morning was like original Netflix video stores, and then I was like thinking about like when Red Boxes. Do you did you guys have Red Boxes by you? We do. Mm-hmm. We still do. I still see them, but not as often. I feel like they've been taken away slowly, but they're still around. Red Boxes. Yeah. Usually outside, like a like a Seven Eleven or some con- convenience store or whatever. It's- crazy we're so used to instant gratification now when it comes to our stuff just dropping that waiting three to five days for a dvd in the mail i remember getting so excited like who the red like if you saw red in the mailbox woo, you know like movie <laughs> night um so payton's got the best luck like she gets away with everything, I'm she sure, sure does. She sure timing. does. So she goes to the video store, and there's a guy working there. First, she calls the video store and has them hold it for her because there's only one copy. And so I've been there too. Be. When someone you, they're like, "I'll hold it for you," and then you get there, they give the fucker away. You're like, "I called." <laughs> and that kid did not care. That worker, he was just like, "Oh well." But she manages to stop the woman who rented it and warn her that, well, she lies and says she works at the video store uh-huh. and that they mixed up the tapes and that the, her children are going to get an education that they're not old enough to get. <laughs> and she pays her $10 for a $3 rental. <laughs> I thought it was five. I mean, uh, it, it may have been five. Oh, we it, don't whatever it was, it was more than three dollars. <laughs> I know, because I remember the woman going, ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's like buying popcorn and candy or whatever <laughs> um, so but that was just pure luck like honestly who, who just randomly rents and this is where my mind goes because it's not Christmas time who just randomly rents it's a wonderful life for like a Friday night maybe we should start podcasting less because I thought the exact same thing <laughs> we ain't had so much <laughs> I was like, that's a Christmas movie. I'm like, this was January, maybe February. Who's renting It's a Wonderful Life? And then when you also think about it, it's Travis rented It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, Tom wins the, um, what is it called? The Riverboat? Mm-hmm. I've never been on match. a riverboat. I haven't either. They made it look like fun. I want to go on one. <laughs> it looks big. There's like a ballroom and everything. Sure did. <laughs> um, I think Tom's so cute. I don't know. I do. T- I go back and forth, but in these episodes, mm-hmm. so he won it in a poker match, which we find out he cheated to get it. Which, and, I mean, uh, we learned he's not the most stand-up guy to begin with, so. Well, we've always known that. He's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, yeah. you know, he's trying to sell um, him a horse that isn't his. Yeah, and, and I don't know if it was this episode or the next one, but he's just so mad that Richard, Richard's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Is it Richard? Or 
It is? It's not Peyton Richards? That's not her name? <laughs> you can look it up. <laughs> Ray Wise. <laughs> He's just so mad that Ray Edward. Wise... His name's Edward Burton. Edward, Edward. Yeah, because I think Richards is Peyton's last name, which is very because there's um, Gregory Richards on Sunset Beach. It's, it's just very. We watch so much stuff. We watch so much. <laughs> um, he's like so upset that Edward is not more upset that he lost the riverboat. Because mm -hmm. and that. I would ha I would have been I'd have been like my riverboat. <laughs> I lost, but I mean he had a. $20,000 egg that he, you know. Yeah. Well, that's next episode, so we won't talk about that show. So this man clearly got money. He got that old money. Mm -hmm. That old South money. Yeah. Um, the girls convince Reese to still go on her honeymoon. I think Elaine was going to... Elaine? No, Elaine. I loved it yeah. when she was like, Travis paid for it when we leaving. <laughs> <laughs> because Travis was supposed to be her financial advisor and he stole mm -hmm. her trust fund, trust fund money. Um, I will say, Travis has one of those faces that it's very cute. So it's very easy to mm -hmm. probably feel like you could try. You can't trust cuteness. Or hotness. <laughs> if they sexy, don't trust them. <laughs> there's my there's my new rule. If they sexy, don't trust them. Um, so they're going to leave on the honeymoon, the girls trip. I don't think Peyton was going though. No, mm -mm. she but was. She was going to see them all the airport. And then yeah. Pop Friend comes, and why does he stop them? Because he, um, they found out that Travis was dead before he went in the water. And because Lane, he didn't have cement in his lungs? Yeah. Uh, and Lane and Reese both have motive. Ah, uh, that's why you stopped him. Right, right. I mean, you so know. So pains were like, and that's how it ended. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel for Peyton. Because I'm just like, that poor girl, one, her mama acts like she likes Reese a whole lot better. Two, she's living in Reese's shadow. I'd be I'd be the same way. So the next episode, episode four. four. Oh um, my god, I was not expecting a reveal this early. Okay, that's at the end. Don't skip too far. I'm, not, I'm just saying, this episode, I was like, what the hell? Like, what? I was like, there's got to be more. There's got to be more to this story. Aaron Spelling would never give something away this soon. Right. I think they were trying to be like Marrow's Place. I think they were just trying to do something shocking every episode. Well, they shock me. Because I'm pretty sure the show... Pretty much has like a like shocking cliffhanger every episode going forward. Oh, um, so a lot of this episode was centered around cop friend investigating everybody, questioning them, trying to like figure out like their alibis, their motives, whatever. Um, 
Lane gets okay. So I guess in the pilot is when they showed that Lane had was it painkillers because she had like a tooth yeah. hold or something. Yeah. And cop friend kind of clocked that and remembered that, <laughs> and they found out that he had Travis had drugs in his system, mm-hmm. and Lane dropped or lost her drugs, so she's arrested as a suspect as a for being the murderer of Travis. Mm-hmm. Um, and Reese wants to bail her out because that's her best friend. And Edward's like, how would that look? Um, you being the widow of the murder victim, bailing the, her girlfriend out. <laughs> but she goes against daddy's wishes. And thank goodness. She bails her friend out. And Edward notices that his Fabergé egg is missing. So we're kind of led to believe for a little bit that Reese kind of pawned the Fabergé egg uh-huh. for the money. And I was like, Actually, would she have done that? I was kind of like second guessing it. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, we're going to find out she stole it. And it's going to mm-hmm. be like, ooh. But then you find out she did just do the legit thing and mortgaged her. Second, you know, the spare house they have her that was gifted her, her mother's her house. Gifted. I was like, man, it must be nice to just be gifted a house. <laughs> um, what was going on with Peyton? Peyton was trying to bunny came back to town. Or well, fake bunny. bunny came back to town. Fake bunny came back to town. <laughs> yeah. Fake bunny came back to town. And I kept Peyton, wondering just because of like she was like a busty blonde. I was like, I wonder if she was like a re- legitimate like Playboy playmate or like something like that in the nineties. <laughs> well, nothing against what I'm about to say to that because uh, I was going to say this before you mentioned that she her acting just wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It was very just fake. I guess. I mean. A lot of the Playboy playmates usually ended up on Baywatch. <laughs> I never so, paid attention yeah. to them. <laughs> and nothing against her. She seems like a wonderful person. <laughs> Bless her heart. <laughs> Bless her heart. I just felt like her delivery, like maybe it's because she was next to Jamie Lunar. Jamie and Lunar. I just, yeah. you know, it's like she was trying to be Southern, but it was like, she wasn't Southern, you know. Okay, so she comes back. Meanwhile, she left in the second part of the pilot. So she's only been gone for an episode, and she's like, LA didn't work out. I'm like, girl, you didn't even try. You were gone for a week. I was like, I was there for th- four days. It worked out fine for me. She said, I laughed. She was like, my boyfriend's apartment wasn't big enough for me and his wife. <laughs> I was like, what? It's like, um, that's why LA didn't work out. <laughs> so she came, back to, life. <laughs> she came back to, you know, work the pole again. <laughs> Which, hey, let me lose a few pounds. I'll be working that pole, too. <laughs> Up and down. I, many times I gotta go. That sounds a little more dirtier than I was thinking because, yeah, it really <laughs> came out dirtier. Um, so she's trying to blackmail Peyton for more money. We, and we find out that Peyton is the one that stole the... Mm-hmm. We won't say stole. She borrowed the Faberge. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, because 
she never really, I guess, intent. Well, it seems like she didn't intend for it to go to give it to her. Because Peyton had to know you couldn't sell something that valuable without it being yeah. known. Well, okay, I'm actually kind of skipping over something. Oh. So when Bunny first approaches her at Peyton's job about wanting more money, um, Peyton gets it in her head that she's going to, I guess, take money from the safe at her job from her boss. Oh, mm-hmm. And when she goes to do that, she gets caught by her boss. And she makes up this lie that she's always had a thing for him. And I felt a little icky about this. I was she's, like, girl, you she, have to work for him afterwards. She slept with him in order to kind of distract him. And that made me feel icky. Because, like, I just feel like a woman shouldn't feel like she has to, like, have sex in order to... I don't know. It just made me feel icky. No, I got what you're saying. And then I thought about not landing, and I was like, well, I'm sure Abby... I can't remember a specific thing, but I'm sure Abby has done it. <laughs> so I guess if... In a way, it's not non-consensual. It just... It, I don't know. I just feel like a woman shouldn't feel like she has to have sex well, in order to get what she wants. We're gay. And we're known gay. <laughs> I mean, we probably <laughs> are known for sometimes doing things. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I hate watching old things with 2022 eyes. <laughs> it doesn't hit the same. <laughs> I Maybe she kind of like, I feel like she had to be a little attracted to him, maybe. Yeah, but then maybe it's that's... also like you said, now you have to work for him and you made him think that like you've always had a thing for him. So like, yeah, how is this going to work like, going oh. Are we just going to ignore it? Like. <laughs> Because then you're like, that's an HR issue. No, just... <laughs> I don't think a, bar, a CD bar has HR. <laughs> <laughs> well, he actually seemed like a nice guy. He didn't he seem does. like a sleazy guy. I think that's what made it not so bad. Yeah. Like he wasn't sleazy. He seems like he cares about Peyton. But then also, I bet she could have just said, hey, I'm in a bind. Can I borrow some cash? I don't think he would have loaned her the amount of money she needed. <laughs> well, I mean, he clearly likes her if he's willing just... I don't know. I don't know how straight men work. Maybe they would be <laughs> in bed with someone. Um. So, like, after the sex, while he's sleeping, she sneaks downstairs into the safe, but the I guess he deposited the money already because it's not there. So that's when I, I assume she got the idea to take the Fabergé egg to pawn. Mm-hmm. So again, um, cop friend and not Lane, just cop friend. He's doing some investigating. He's trying to find out where Bunny is, who she is. And he kind of asks some of the clientele at the bar if they know anybody named Bunny. He lies and says it's his sister. He shows them a picture of her and he kind of gets information about where she's staying. And so then. He works fast not having the internet. I was like, damn, right? dude. <laughs> Good detective work. Granted, her photo was right there in the middle of that <laughs> newspaper ad. So so he goes to Bake Bunny's apartment with Reese because he wants Reese to confront her and or say that like Travis left her something in his will or something mm-hmm. to kind of like trick her or something. 
Maybe just trick her into confessing that she's Bunny. I don't know. <laughs> but he gets a call um, to go to Edward's house because I guess he's reporting that the Fabergé egg is missing. And again, Peyton's luck. Just as they're leaving, Peyton's pulling up to meet up with fake Bunny. Mm-hmm. Like, what great timing. <laughs> So she meets up with fake Bunny, and instead of giving her money, she gives her the Fabergé egg and says it's worth at least $100,000. And that she should chop it around and see what she could get for it. Um, Bunny has a smart woman, because I think she's like, I'm, this is clearly stolen, I'm not going to try and sell this. Like, Call me when you have the money. But you know, but and not before handing it to fake bunny and having her touch it. Mm-hmm. But I mean that was kind of smart on Peyton's. Yeah, I was so mm-hmm. let it be noted that Peyton called her from a payphone. R.I.P. payphones. <laughs> uh that's like probably one of the nastiest things that are. I, I don't <laughs> oh, R.I.P. I, I don't give R.I.P. Use payphones. them. Ugh. Could you and imagine? I didn't have like a Lysol wipe to wipe it with before I used it. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, I, I was in a, I don't RIP pay phones. <laughs> I used to call 1 800 collects. <laughs> Who are you calling? Okay, so this is what I used to do because I was a badass child. I pretended to be good, but I was bad. So. <laughs> I used to, because my grandma, my grandmother raised me and she was very overprotective. Like, if I was going to a friend's house, she had, I, the parents had to be there. She had to talk to the parents. Like, it was crazy. So what I used to do starting in junior high was I used to go to the library and call her collect from the payphone at the library so that the caller ID in my head would read the library and say that I was studying at the library and then go to my friend's house. <laughs> My mom probably would have just been happy if I was leaving the house. She's probably like, I don't understand why he's not a straighty student. He's always at the library. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't studying the things you thought he was studying. <laughs> but anyway, RIP uh, cell phones, RIP payphones. <laughs> to you, RIP payphones. But anyway, so she calls fake bunny from a payphone and lets her know that she should leave town and she's not getting her a sense out of her because her fingerprints are all over that Fabergé egg. And when they report it stolen, they'll trace it right back to her. Oh, last time about uh, pay phones. I will say in movies and televisions, I do kind of miss them because you get that like shady kind of what, you know, the mysterious yeah. call. Yeah. So I miss that aspect of them, but not, I would, I'm not using one. Do you, did you see the movie phone booth with Colin Farrell and Katie Holmes? Saw the cover, did take it farther. <laughs> that may have been the last time I like <laughs> clocked the payphone in cinema. <laughs> so what was that like? It was after Dawson's Creek, so it was probably like 2003, 2004. <laughs> Smallville, I think, had uh, payphones for a little bit. Because, you know, Superman changes. Yeah. I always wanted to get into Smallville, and it never really held my attention. I liked it. Um, side note, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman is on HBO Max. You're welcome. I own the DVDs, but for those who do not, you're welcome. 
I do not. So thank you to myself. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of my favorite shows as a kid. I mean, it came on at like six and seven in the morning. So the nights during summer when I would stay up all night long into the morning hours, that's when I would watch it. Okay, I had like a huge crush on 90s Dean Cain. It was the slick back greasy hair. It always did it for me. I know. I, I always liked Jimmy. Yeah, Justin Whalen. All right. I don't know why I did. I he was in, it's probably because of Susie Q, which Disney Q. Plus needs to put Susie Q on its platform. Yeah, with the pink Power Ranger. Oh my god, I love Amy Jo Johnson. Love her. Oh, when they fall off the bridge and die, so sad. Um, <laughs> it's not, you know. All right, back to Savannah. Yeah, back to Savannah. <laughs> so, um, while Cop Friend is doing his investigating, oh, he goes to Richard's house, mm-hmm. and he's trying to like you know search the house for the Fabergé egg. Anyway, could have been misplaced, and he's in Peyton's mother's room, and he's in her closet, Don't and he me. finds a pill. One of Elaine. Mm-hmm. I keep wanting to call her Elaine because I'm thinking about Sunset Beach. Lane's pill. <laughs> if her closet wouldn't have been so clean, he wouldn't have found that pill. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. It was too tidy, too neat. That's why, she, yep. If he would have had a few more extra shoes there or something. So they end up in the garage and he's like, in Peyton's the, mother's car and he finds a little blood stain on the seat. Real quick, did you think of his logic as this egg? He's looking in the closets. Okay, maybe it could end up there somehow. The garage, a $100,000 egg, just magically ends up in the garage accidentally. Well, I think the pill in the closet is what made him think maybe oh, he was I should check trying to, okay. the mother's car. I think Because he's that technically off the case. Yeah. 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 Because he's got like romantic feelings for Lane. Um so yeah, so he finds a blood like a little blood stain on the car. And then he like flips the seat back. I guess something pops back. And he finds a cufflink with uh Travis's initials, which he takes a handkerchief and picks it up, and I was like, good. I was like, you know. I was like, that's good detective work because you don't want your fingerprints on it. <laughs> For Peyton's mother to be um have been a maid or I guess over the maids or house staff or whatever. I think she, she was looked, the housekeeper and she's oh. been there so long she just like runs the house. Well, a little sloppy. Clearly not <laughs> so good at her job. Yeah. <laughs> So just so he asks her how the cufflink got in the car, and you could just see her face drop, and she kind of gets emotional, and she kind of incriminates herself. Oh yeah, this was my first. By saying, you know, doesn't she say something like he hurt Reese? She doesn't even like mention Peyton. She just like says mm-hmm. Reese. <laughs> well, I think she had to throw him off of Peyton's, you know, track. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was there. Tells like one. I went, whoa. The butler did it. You know, not she's not a butler, but just thinking of Clue. 
Um, so this was your first shock that the mother did it? I, yeah, I was like, what? And so soon? <laughs> I was like, this is episode four. <laughs> what are we going to do for the other nine episodes? And in some ways, this is only week three because the pilot was an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, whoa. But that wasn't the first, sh- that wasn't the last shock of the day uh, episode. No, so she's she's arrested for the murder. And Peyton's in the cell with her, just, like, talking, like, you know, how could you do this? And she says that he came to the house drunk. She saw the pills, slipped them in his drink. It did not come out, surprisingly. He left drunk. She she followed him to the bar. Well, she She said she went to go get something, and that's when... Travis left. Yeah. And that's when she followed him to the bar. She didn't see Peyton attack him, but she did see her her putting him in the trunk. And she followed them. And then when, as we saw, Peyton went to go get a tire with mm-hmm. cop friend. And um, that's when she took the body and threw him in the river. I was just like, though, I, I, I still didn't get it. Though. I was like, why... Would she? He just technically cheated on Reese. Because mm-hmm. all is all we really. I mean, stole Lane's money, yes, but like nothing that would. I mean, he just cheated on her. Not saying that's bad or worse than the, anything else, but this woman who really is no connection besides just being the housekeeper to Reese is murdering her ex-husband. Or, yeah, so yeah. so Peyton thinks that she really did do it for Reese because that's that was the excuse she gave, and she says I didn't do it for Reese, I did it for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm she like, said what? he had he dug deep into all of his clients' backgrounds and he had dirt on everybody to blackmail them if he wanted to. And apparently, he knew the little secret that Peyton is Edward's daughter. I, and I was just like, okay, I should have, I should have saw that. I should have seen that coming. Uh-huh. I should have seen that coming. But I was kind of just like, you were just in shock that it came so fast. Yeah, I was just like, oh my god, two major <laughs> reveals in four episodes. And like, what is this literally Sunset in like Beach? a ten minute, ten minute span. Yeah, <laughs> like, man, it's like I'm watching see the first week of Sunset Beach again. <laughs> not used to stuff you know being revealed i mean that took us 22 episodes to find out why mary alice killed herself Uh on desperate housewives that's what i love about an aaron spelling show (laughs) well plus it was only it was a mid-season replacement it was 12 episodes they were probably just like we just gotta like turn it out (laughs) maybe well it was a new network too yeah i would have i would have thought they were kind of in so I didn't feel like it, I'm shocked it didn't last a little bit longer because it was the first drama, I think. So maybe, you know. They promoted the hell out of it. Like even, I don't know what copy you saw. I don't know if it was the ones I gave you or if it was YouTube. One you gave me. Um, But the ads in between commercial breaks. They're just like Savannah, 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 Savannah. <laughs> I can't, the, the little frog at the beginning. Oh my God, I missed the frog. I I when he was like, comedies on Wednesday night. 
right now put the kiddos away it's yeah. seven or, or whatever it is i was like yeah. oh my God. i never thought i'd miss the frog yeah i miss the quirkiness of the 90s <laughs> i love just seeing the wb logo again seeing that on my tv just brings back so many fond memories it just brings me back to my childhood <laughs> mine too because that was my channel i don't think i watched almost every show on that network me too because they, they weren't shows every night like slowly they were adding mm-hmm. nights like every tv season i mean even yeah. if i didn't watch it when it first aired i at some point watched you know the only one i'm seventh heaven i still can't ugh. I did until like maybe the end of high school because that was like a thing me and my family did. That's like the one Aaron Spelling show I can't watch. It's rough, but we watched it. <laughs> well, you know, down in the South, that was good wholesome television. So you yeah, know, a lot of people watched it. That's the kind of show my my grandmother was hoping. That's all I was watching, but I was <laughs> I was watching Buffy and like Dawson's Creek, Charmed. <laughs> oh. Man, the memories. He's watching the last few seasons of 90210. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely enough, I never got to see Melrose Place in the 90s. I didn't watch Melrose Place until it was on. Um, I caught a few reruns when they were airing it on E mm-hmm. over one summer. But it was like the first season, so it wasn't like really Melrose. Um, but yeah, DVD was the first time I got to see Melrose. I was going cleaning through my room when I was younger. And I found a tape that said Melrose on it. I was like, wow, I have been watching this show a long time. I didn't realize I, I would tape that episodes. Uh-huh. I was a kid. I should not have been taping Melrose Place. Well, that's oh, your mother's fault. <laughs> <laughs> My mom loves you, so you better take that back. <laughs> no, I love her, too. <laughs> She'd probably be like... But she her- was like, I'm watching Melrose, so like... If you watch it too, it's fine. <laughs> when I ask her about that, she's like, I watched it. It was not for the time. Maybe they would say it's bad. It wasn't bad. It is and it isn't. Because um, even watching it now, I'm like, it's not terrible. But the sex scenes could be a little racy. Well, I had my virginity till 26, so it did nothing to make me sexually promiscuous. And you didn't watch Seventh Heaven, so there you go. <laughs> so but they, you did watch Mouse. <laughs> if I would have watched Seventh Heaven, I'd probably. No telling what could. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, goodness. As I share too much information with everybody, there's nothing wrong with waiting till you finally watch it. Seventh Heaven, but not Melrose Place, and I lost it at 19. <laughs> <laughs> Roles were reversed. <laughs> and it wasn't even in a romantic way. It was like revenge sex. <laughs> well, mine was a little more romantic. I didn't well, care. I was like, fuck um... it. I want to make you angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how Peyton of you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for more like a Valerie Malone vibe. (laughs) See, and I'm more of, I guess, Elaine. Elaine? Okay. (laughs) If we're, you know, I'd want to be a Peyton, but I'd be Elaine. My first boyfriend used to say it all the time. He's like, you're fucking Valerie. I'm like, I know. 
Thanks. It's what I aspire to be. Uh, <laughs> you're a Valerie. I'm so Adana. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I want to be the one that gets, ooh, the mermaid outfit. This will be a great costume and then get stuck setting in one position during the whole costume party. Or I'll wear a dress that would pop up over my head every time I turn around. And you're a virgin for seven seasons. Dad, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm 30 years old. Let me have sex. <laughs> yep, that's me. I'm the, I'm the Donna Martin of the group. <laughs> but Go So on. yeah, these episodes are really good. And it kind of made me remember why I like the show. Because I have to be honest, the pilot, I was like, yeah, it's good, but I don't know if I would keep watching. <laughs> As I said, if they would have cut it down a little bit, it would have been better. That was like Aaron Spellin's thing. Like, yeah, two his pilots were always like movies. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've noticed that about um, a lot of his shows with the two-parters even, like, they're, like the two-hour finales. The first hour is always kind of like drag, and then yeah. the second hour is like the show. Especially Meryl's Place. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Some good ones. And it's, it's just like, this didn't need to be two hours. It could have been separate. <laughs> I'm actually not a fan of the longer pilots. I'm just not. I'm like, I'm like, it's a TV show. Just make another episode. Yeah. If you hook me with the first 60, 45 minutes, you're good. But even um, the two-hour finales aren't even Aaron Spelling specific because I've noticed that on other shows when they try to do that. It drags for the first hour and like the second mm-hmm. part is the finale. It's like it didn't need to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> but so how would you rate this week? Or these two weeks, I should say, episode three and four. Eight. I'll give it an eight. I think that's fair because they were very good. They were especially episode four. To me, episode three brought the comedy aspect, Mm -hmm. and episode four brought the drama and the what the moments. But like Peyton's luck, like that's just like a staple of the show. Like things that could if. She her timing is just so perfect that mm-hmm. things could if they had gone a certain way, it'd be totally different. <laughs> <laughs> Even when with the boss, she just was like, Oh, oh, I, I made a mental note to bring this up. When because when she was like flirting with him, going to kiss him, she was like, Let's go upstairs, sugar. I was like, Sugar. <laughs> I like that. I, it actually made me think of queer queer magnolias, their opening when they're like, get comfortable, Shug. <laughs> Um, that's one thing they do, I think, to make her sound a little more southern. Darling, sugar, mm-hmm. um, just little things like that. That in this, my mom once worked at a place and got in trouble because she didn't say <laughs> like little things like that to the customers. Really? <laughs> yeah, there was another coworker who'd be like, she'd be like, "Oh, hey, baby, hey, sugar," and my mom didn't do that, and the owner was like, "You're." You're not his friend. My mom's like, I don't know. The, like, not everyone has to say sugar or bang. You know, <laughs> it wasn't my mom. I remember her telling me, I was like, 
what the fuck? What? <laughs> All right. So, oh, the South. We do things so differently. Why do I love shows based in the South so much? <laughs> I don't know. I, I do too. I'm from here and I like it. Because it doesn't get like, it has a, it kind of romanticizes some of it. Savannah really romanticizes the South. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've never been to Savannah, so I can't say anything. I don't know what Savannah's like. I've never been to Georgia. Um, I've, I had a layover, but that doesn't count. <laughs> I've been to I've been through Georgia. Going yeah. to Arkansas, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Georgia, um, driven through Atlanta, but that was before it was like a big Hollywood hub. But I've never just like visited Georgia and just sights went sightseeing. Based off of the location, I would assume that they actually shot in Savannah. Or in Georgia, at least. If if they didn't film in S- Georgia, props because I it looks like they did. Mm-hmm. I think they did because I think I remember reading an article where they interviewed Jamie Lunar. Because it was a hit. The first season was a hit. Oh yeah, I don't I, know I what happened that. in the second season that it got canceled. Didn't they move nights? Maybe, but like I with am- the limited programming, it couldn't have been that hard to find. True, but it's I mean, crazy. A lot of other things to watch on the night that it came on. I don't know. It came out on Sunday, which I don't know if Sunday was like it used to be. I feel like not a great place to be. Again, okay. So remember how we were saying how like ABC should like re- return with like their Sunday soap block, like because they yes. have revenge. That's for Housewives. Savannah was on Sundays. I think Sundays is like a good night for soap. Sundays are good time night. Mm-hmm. If it's done correctly, mm-hmm. they got to bring it back. <laughs> I know. I that's the CW. It's been long enough. They should reboot it. The CW should reboot it. Or Paramount the CW Plus is is a, is a lot different than when it started out. Right now, it's very superhero show like centered. I know this is this is to me Savannah related because it's time of the network that you know half of the network when the first president of the cw had it she was going for that kind of creating like what freeform was doing is very female driven that's the kind of thing she wanted that's why we had like gossip girl and all those shows like that but when the this president took over he started to kind of diversify a little bit but then i feel like it just now has become super like you said superhero yeah. I think that's the problem with the CW is it has an identity crisis. Because at first there's been it was, a few like shows that have slipped in because there was like this there was like this overlap of like the old mm-hmm. and the new. Like once Gossip Girl and 90210 were on, um the vampire diaries was still around, but that's like supernatural. So that kind of mm-hmm. falls in like the comic book. Superhero, whatever. During that time was when I felt like they're at their best. It has a little bit of everything, just how the WB was. Like you could like witchy stuff, vampires, soapy stuff, still have a little comedy. Like that was when to me the WB was the heyday. Yeah. 
the WB had like a, a lot of supernatural stuff, but they also had um well seventh heaven. Um let's not talk about that disgrace of the and time. Dawson's Creek, which are and Felicity, which are kind of grounded in reality. And I feel like right now the closest thing they have to that is the new dynasty. Because even <laughs> Riverdale is kind of off the rails. <laughs> How sad is it when your closest show to reality is Dynasty? <laughs> well, Roswell's about aliens. Is that Star Salon, Roswell? Mm-hmm. It got picked up for another season. Oh, I gotta watch that because I love the first season. I don't. I don't see the CW being around too much longer though. They've been. Happy. You don't. Mm-mm. Not with streaming. Really? Yeah. There's even been like talks of it. Really. I think Paramount, which owns CBS, you know that. I feel like they're oh. wanting to branch out, get away from. Maybe I don't know, or maybe it was a. There's articles about it really where it's like yeah hmm. all right well now we're just like talking about everything in entertainment instead of savannah so we should probably just wrap this well, up no, <laughs> the, w, the wb could be considered gone too soon it did not last long enough only 10 years yeah i can't believe it was it felt it felt like know. it was my childhood. childhood feel like it was longer than your adulthood <laughs> I feel My, like those 10 years felt like 20 and adulthood has just been flying by. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And it doesn't get easier. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Cause I feel like the WB has always been there. Like from my, just the start of childhood till, I mean, I graduated in 2005. So it was there with me to 05, 06. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I remember when it ended, and I remember when it said 1996 to 2006. I was like, that's only 10 years. I'm like, that remember doesn't when, feel right. <laughs> do you remember when they had their farewell night? Yeah. And they played Dawson. Buffy, I think that's when I saw that logo. <laughs> and they had like the old little little things they did. Oh, I, yeah. I, I VCR'd it or recorded do, it. Do you still have it? It's probably somewhere. I bet I do. I, I mean, I mourned that station like I, it was a friend. It was like I had lost a friend. I remember when... Listen, all I cared about was that one Tree Hill got renewed by the new station. I didn't care true. what it was called. I remember sitting in the living room the day like they were announcing the network up front. I was like hitting refresh. Trying that to- might have been the first um, season that I was like all up in the upfronts, <laughs> and then it became like a yearly tradition. I, I, the weight of the world was lifted off of my shoulders when it was renewed. It felt like how important I, that was to me. I ugly cried when it got renewed for a season eight, <laughs> <laughs> and then the season nine. I was like, it was such a shock because season eight just felt so final. Mm-hmm. I was just like, what? <laughs> Yeah, like I couldn't believe, but I was mad that they said see, uh, ninth and final. I'm like, you couldn't have gone to ten, like an even round number. I, know. I thought the same thing, but then also thought I want to go back to. I want to find every person that told me the show wouldn't last long. Be like, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, because they tell me One Tree Hill wouldn't last and the OC would be uh, last longer. I was like, no. I said no. One Tree Hill will last longer, and they're like, no. In 2003, I would have been one of those people. 
because you like, tell me nothing. The OC was going to last for seven seasons at least. They were like, there's no way this show will last, one trio will last longer than the OC. There's just no way. I was like, all right. All right, we'll see. I was right. All right, well, let's continue this conversation <laughs> offline. Sorry, everybody. Thank you for taking our trip down memory lane. <laughs> I'm sure some people, like, people probably love this little trip, this little tangent down memory lane. It's like flipping Happy through. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yes. <laughs> Go have a beer if you're over 21. Yes, drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Don't Home be a Uber, Peyton. Lyft, car mm-hmm. service. Don't be a Peyton. Um, <laughs> Not that she and, didn't um, drink a driver, I just meant because she gets in trouble. <laughs> and thank you for joining us for our Gone Too Soon segment covering Savannah. And we will be back for another few episodes very soon. And until then, see you next time. Night, Bye. guys. Bye.